630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Every empire needs a leader to encourage, energize, and elevate them. We are Eskimos Empire, and this is the Eskimos Coaches Show with our leader, Jason Moss. Brought to you by Missioner Allen Auctioneering, Canada's largest public automotive and RV auction. Here's Morley Scott with Jason Moss on Eskimos Radio, 630 Chad. Hey, hey, good evening, everybody, and uh, welcome back to football season. The bye week is now complete, the first of three for the Eskimos. Let's talk some football as we welcome back the uh, head coach of the Edmonton Eskimos on the uh, coach's show for Michener Allen Auctioneering. Uh, Jason, good evening. How was the bye week for you? It was great. Nice and relaxing. Spent some time with the family and got away and refreshed and re-energized. Were the fish biting? Didn't fish at all. You didn't fish? No, I swam a little bit, uh, hung out with the family, traveled a little bit, drove a lot, and uh, just had an enjoyable time. Bye week's important, is it not? From I, I think especially from a coaching perspective because there's uh, just so much work that you guys put in after hours and late hours. I think the coaches especially look forward to that week off. Yeah, no question. I mean, you get, catch them on sleep and uh, and all that. And I could just tell coming back the first day, you know, being able to spend a, a ton of hours in the film room and not feel drained or, you know, good ideas are popping in your head and you're able to see things a little more clearly and you're not feeling as much of a grind. So no question, it's, it's huge to re-energize and... Uh, and uh, reboot. What were the uh, what were the three practices you've had so far back? How did the players look? Uh, do you see an extra jump in their step? Yeah, today was I thought one of our better practices, uh, energy wise, and just at the end of the day, um, you know, guys looking like they're enjoying being being on the football field and enjoying one another and and all that. I think people lose sight of the fact that a football team is really a big family. And when you go away, I know you're with your other family, but you do miss the guys and you miss being in the locker room and being around your guys. So um, you can sense that our team is becoming a little bit closer. I could feel that just today's practice and kind of how everybody's responding to one another. And obviously after five weeks, you know, we're, we're start, starting to show an identity. And um, I think part of that is just enjoying football and loving the culture. Our culture is to love football and love going to work. You said it was good practice today. Uh, Mike Benavides said the same thing to me a couple hours ago when I was talking to him at field level after practice. What makes, in your mind, for a real good practice like you had today? Um, I mean, at the end of the day, you can't really tell how well you're executing. You can get a feel for it until you watch the film. You don't always know. But it's energy. It's it's how the guys are moving, the communication, the 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 attitude of everybody um you know at the time sometime you want guys to everyone's serious about doing their job but you also want there to be an enjoyment factor being out there and um you know i thought the level of play was at a very high level it was at a very high level and then just listening to guys the chirping the talking the excitement about football um it just was at another level, and I haven't sensed that or felt that um, yet this year. It's funny you say that because we're up in the press box today, and we're saying, man, we can really hear him more so. You know, some days you can hear him when the music was off for a while. You could hear guys talking and hooting and hollering and having a little fun. It was, for us anyway, a clear clear difference in today's practice and other ones. Yeah, and again, I, our season's a grind, and our guys know it. And uh, again, the, the type of players we want are guys that love football, gym rats that love to come to work every day and get something out of it and I feel like we our schedule is such that we try to give our guys enough days off so they do re-energize but there's nothing quite like a bye week to get away particularly after a win uh, you feel pretty positive about about the whole situation but uh, 
you know, today, obviously, bear, you could see the fruits of that uh, showing through. And especially today, because it was a longer day today, because you had Monday morning magic this morning with the team. Uh, how did that go from your perspective? I mean, I thought it was outstanding. We had 100% attendance on it, and guys showed up, and we're excited to be there. You know, you watch our D-line get on every ride with the kids, and, you know, our O-line sitting there putting people on the rides. And, you know, I was only there in the morning session. You know, the, we had another hour with the other skilled guys there. But from the reports I got back, it was great. You know, listening, talking to the people who put on the event, you know, they were excited to have us. But you could tell our guys were excited to be there. And there's nothing quite like, you know, talking to the kids and seeing the kids enjoying themselves. And, um, you know, obviously, you know, it's a fun it's a fun day for everybody. And it was very enjoyable. Did you go on any rides? I didn't go on any rides. No, I'm, I'm a bit too old to go on the rides. But, uh, and I wasn't asked to go. So <laughs> I, I don't think I could have said no, but I wasn't asked, thankfully. Um, not my cup of tea. There was uh, there was some pretty good social media videos out there, some of your players on yeah, rides. Yeah, they were awesome. the, the smiles on the kids' faces are great. Smiles on the players' faces were pretty cool, too, because they really had a good time. No, they did. They were awesome. Like I told them today, I was like, you know, you guys went far above and beyond call there and I thought they were just outstanding and um, like I said it was fun for everybody I thought it was an outstanding day and then we you know on top of it we had a great practice so you can just tell the energy from the day was just a was awesome and you know hope it carries over for the rest of the week all right you're uh, at the bye week first of three bye weeks this year that does that change anything for you do you do you handle the bye weeks any differently or are you going to handle the next two any differently because there's there's one more than than usual no, and i think this is our longest one to be honest with you and by the time you know september rolls around we'll have just played labor day two hard matches against calgary in a row um, we're going to need rest from that. So I give our guys as many days off as possible. And then in October, it's the same thing. We've, we've pretty much played almost the entire season already at that point. And guys need rest. So, um, like I said, this was our shortest one. You know, players will get more days off after this. But, uh, you know, I, I won't play it any different um, regardless of how we're doing. I just think it's important for guys to re-energize, reboot, um, and, and go from there. Uh, I get when you played there's only one bye week, right? I think. Yeah. yeah. And uh yeah, it wasn't always very long. Yeah. I mean, I've played you know, where you barely had a buy. So, um, you know, it it is what it is. It's a lot yeah. better if, uh, to me, to be honest with you. I feel like it's a lot better for the players nowadays uh, than it was back then, for yeah, sure. We always hear the story from Blake Dermott when we hear about bye weeks. Is, yeah, we usually got one or two days off, and then we're practiced for the whole week. So, yeah, things are certainly different, that's for sure. Uh, six weeks into the season, you're five games in, th- uh, three wins, two losses. Give me your assessment about your team at this stage of the season. What have you learned about your team? What kind of identity do you see your team building right now? Again, I mean, the way we play football, I, I think, you know, you obviously, we, you talk about all the time, we want to be disciplined, fast, and physical. That's what we would like to be. Uh, and, and in order to, to do that, you know, you got to have the right players in all the positions. But, um, you know, I, I, I know we're physical and I know we're fast. You know, discipline has been a, an issue at times. Um, and, you know, our starts to games have been terrible. And also I'd like to see us get better at that. But the thing I love about our team, and I've said it for the two and a half years I've been here now, our team will fight you to the end. And that's what I love about them. They have a ton of fight in them. Um, they care about football. You see it daily in their work ethic, the way they approach meetings, how professional they are on the field. Um, you know, it is never from a lack of want to and, and all that, that anything they fail at. It's always there. They go as hard as they can. They They'll fight you to the end, and I appreciate 
the way they play the game. So, you know, that's that's what I see in our team. You know, we don't always execute perfectly, and we don't always do it for 60 minutes, but we definitely play hard football for 60 minutes. And I think when you do that and you care about football and you care about details, um, discipline will come. We'll be better at that. But when you do things the right way on and off the field, I feel like, you know, better things are to come. Fair to say, discipline-wise, a little bit better in your last game against Toronto, but still a ways to go. And 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 how do you approach that with them to make those changes to yeah, get them we've been, to play better? Again, we've been doing it all year. And you know, you hold them accountable in meetings. You know, they pay. They have their own fine system for taking penalties. You know, last game we were very good. You know, we had nine penalties for 90 yards. We had three penalties in a row on one drive, and that was 45 of the 94-yard penalties. And so, and they were all three different types of penalties. So, you know, if you shore up one drive and take them all out. You're at six, and that's a pretty good night. Um, but we want to be per. I mean, everyone's per- striving for perfection. No one's trying to screw up. And you know, ultimately, right now, our penalties are coming um, from our offense. To be quite honest with you, our offense has been very bad at, at taking penalties, and you know, we have not done our part. And I think we need to. And that's a lot of people. It's not just one guy. If it was one guy, it'd be very easy to fix. But for whatever reason, we're taking our our turns with everybody uh, doing it. And again, I always tell them on penalties. Penalties are judgmental at times by referees, too. What referees see and what we see when we correct things are different. But it is a penalty. So we coach them up. We try to make them better. So I will say this. Not every penalty is a penalty after you look at it, if you ask me, in my personal opinion. But, you know, you do have to learn what what referees are seeing and doing and, and coach different aspects so um but i love the fact that our guys do pay attention to it they do care uh, and again we will be better i assure you that you also mentioned the slow starts how do you how do you fix that that's uh, it's been an issue for a couple of years it's been, now well i don't know about a couple of years but uh, i will say this you know for three games in a row to turn over the ball in your first possessions never yeah. good and again if it was if it was an easy fix, we do it. It's been, you know, a different look, a different type of throw, a different this that's happened every single time. So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, what we may do this game is call things that are a little bit, I, I don't know, whether it's more comfortable to our, to our, what we do, um, you know, to get our feet wet in the game before we start trying to do different things. Um, I don't know. But at the end of the day, you know, I feel like hopefully we just got that out of the way and we'll just be more efficient on offense early in games and it'll carry over for the rest of it. In Montreal on Thursday for the Eskimos, you'll hear it here. It's a 5.30 start, 4 o'clock for the countdown to kickoff with myself and Dave Campbell. Blake Dermont will be around as well as the Eskimos take on the Alouettes, who are certainly in the news this week, that's for sure. Uh, we'll take a break, be back with more. You're listening to the Eskimos Coaches Show with Jason Moss for Mitch Allen Auctioneering on 6.30 Chet. The Eskimos Coaches Show with Moss and Morley, brought to you by Missioner Allen Auctioneering. We have the selection, you set the price on Eskimos Radio, 6.30 Chad. 7.47, we're here with the coach till the uh, top of the clock here on 6.30. Chad Eskimo is getting set to head to Montreal on Wednesday for Thursday's game against uh, the Montreal Alouettes. Uh, it's kind of a perfect scenario for you, Jason. You're coming off the bye week. They're coming off a short week with travel home from uh, Calgary thrown in there. So you got at least that part of it's going for you going into this one. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we're both going to be ready to play Thursday night, regardless of the situation we're we're in. Um, you know, we are rested, um, 
but I've seen plenty of times where the rest doesn't matter. So it's all about execution and doing your job and uh, details matter. So we've been very focused on ourselves this week and not worried about the rest that we just got and the rest that they're not getting. Uh, it's more focused on the schemes that we're, we're ready to run uh, and playing them. So, you know, I throw the rest out of it and all that. Yeah. Uh, lots of noise around the Alouettes the last couple of days. Johnny Manziel acquired yesterday, Darius Bowman acquired today. Obviously, that's going to give them a bit of an excitement hit, and there's going to be a little bit more buzz, I think, around the game in Montreal than probably was expected. Uh, one and four, a struggling team, but obviously, as you say, you gotta you got to respect what they can do, and, and they've got some good players in that team. They're going to be, a, uh, regardless of their record, a tough challenge. Yeah, I, we, again, I don't care about the record one bit. Uh, they beat uh, Sask and Sask, which is not a very easy task to do. Um, you know, they played Calgary extremely tough, you know, and I said it today in the scrum. I mean, when you turn over the ball against Calgary, generally, I think it was four or five times, generally that score looks a whole lot different than it did. And watching the game, it felt very cl- like a very close game. I think at one point it was 19 to 8, you know, in the third quarter. So, I mean, they played them very, extremely tough. They have a lot of really good players. Um, you know, watching them, you know, play, they play tough, they play hard. Um, you know, they got a kicker that can get a point about in every kick. I mean, so, and their defense and offense can do things because they got the players to do it. So at the end of the day, we're focused on the schemes that they run with the players they have. Uh, we understand the changes they've made. We'll be prepared for that. But at the end of the day, again, this week for us was all about, hey, let's take care of ourselves. We don't know what we're getting into with them take care of ourselves, take care of business, watch the film, learn the schemes that we're trying to run, and be efficient on game day. Defensively, they're, the numbers are, are horrible, but, I mean, they've got game game real game breakers on them. I mean, it starts with, with some older guys like like Bo- John Bowman and, and guys like that, but they get got a lot of guys who really can make plays on their defense. Yeah, I mean, they have a, I mean, a who's who of yeah. CFL football on their defense. So, you know, they're cap- more than capable of, of playing extremely well. So we have our hands full, and we understand that as an offense. So, again, we're worried about the details, the details, the details this week of what we're trying to do to execute against them um, you know we'll have a plan and it's all going to be about the execution on game day um, you know leave it at that as you, as you look ahead defensively and all this more maybe for Mike Benavides but I mean you, you really don't know who's going to be at quarterback and for how long you don't know how their offensive line is going to uh, set up after the trade you don't know where Bowman's going to fit in that's going to be maybe more of a challenge trying to figure out what's what's going on with them that way yeah, I mean, at times, I mean, everyone thinks it's great to have all these change, you know, all these changes whatsoever, you know, all that. We, you know, almost as a coach, you'd rather prepare against who you know is going to be there. It's it's much harder to say, well, I'm, I, you, there was a lot of what ifs, you know, if we knew exactly. And even on defense, they had a couple injuries last week and they had a couple people leave now. So who's replacing them? You know, we don't get to watch a lot of film on the other guys who are replacing them, you know. So it's, you know, you're not sure how they're going to react to certain things. You've already seen the other guys react to it, so you know how to run things or do things against them Uh, but the schemes are schemes and so with the offensive personnel now being changed with a quarterback who may play a little bit different you know that's that's where the scheme could change and it could affect you and you'd have to you know be able to to go on the run and and make some changes yourself so again a game comes down to communication and adjustments at times so this will be very much like a game where you don't have a lot of film to go off of and you put your best stuff in there you stay true to your convictions uh, stay true to your plan but you also communicate and adjust as you go and if our guys can do that play assignment sound football they can fly around and play physical you know you like your chances every 
every week when you can do that. Uh, do you like going to Montreal? That that stadium, it, it, it's the last few years it hasn't had a lot of people in it, and I don't know what the tenants is going to be like on Thursday night, but uh, the, the atmosphere, I always love the atmosphere, like the, the sight lines and everything at that stadium the, for games Yeah, it's there. a beautiful stadium, there's no question. I mean, it's not the biggest stadium, but n- not very many CFL stadiums are very big so uh, but it has the mountain right there yeah you know it's a beautiful drive up to the stadium the fans you know back in the day were very raucous and you know definitely made it difficult to play there um, with it not filled it's not the exact same atmosphere but it's still a really neat atmosphere I mean the stadium itself is cool like I said the mountain there um, you know the city of Montreal it's a great Canadian city and uh, you know you, you definitely enjoy the trip there it's more about you you enjoy it way more when you win do you get to do anything when you when you go on the road? Do you, do you do you get an hour or two hours here or there that you can go for a walk and see a site or you know get around in a city? I mean, I can. I don't choose to do that. I mean, I choose to stay in my room and watch film and, and study and sleep. I mean, that's more of what I like to do. I don't really like to go out and do anything. If I do anything, it's a walk to to get my brain cleared a little bit or a workout. You know, I, I'm not big into sightseeing. I'm mm. there for business, and that's, at the end of the day, what, what I choose to spend my time doing is business. This week's been, uh, looks a little crowded on the field. You're getting some guys back, uh, some guys who have been on the sixth game have started to practice. Must be nice to know that in a couple of weeks you can have some decisions, some decisions that will help the football team to make. Yeah, I know. This has been one of those years where we've stayed relatively healthy, take away the first game. You know, there hasn't been a lot of decisions to be made because of injury. It's been more because of performance if we want to change some things up. You know, we have had our fair share of injuries, but the guys we replaced them, you know, it's been great. Um, But yes, we're getting a lot of guys back in the next two weeks. And with that becomes harder decisions to make of who stays and where they stay. Um, so we are going to, you know, at, at times going to have to to move on. And it's not going to be because we want to. It's just going to be because we have to. Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, you know, that's pro sports. That's the business side that sucks. Um, you know, but I thought for sure our guys that have stepped up to play for us have done an outstanding job. And so when we get our starters who have, who have been out come back, you know, they're going to have some shoes to fill here. I wanted to ask you about your defense. Uh, the last couple of games especially have been, been really solid. It's, it's just kept you in, give you a chance to win both games. Uh, a little bit about how they've come from the start of the year to where they are now. Yeah, I mean, they've been a plug-and-play defense. I mean, they've had more injuries on their side than we have on offense. Uh, I thought they've done a tremendous job plugging in the players they've done. We've done a lot of different things the last couple of weeks with moving people around and playing different positions and, and having to go from man to zone to play. And every DB's played in about every position. You know, we've had um, our D-line, our linebackers uh, play has been solid. Um, you know, stopping the run last game was tremendous. Um, but the amount of uh, execution from game plan standpoints, if you ask me, with the amount of stuff we do with them uh, for all 12 guys has been tremendous, particularly with younger people being in there. So, you know, and even last game with JC playing as well as he has played, he goes down and Corey Jones steps in and our defense doesn't give up a point in the fourth quarter. We hold a, f- a one-point lead in the fourth quarter for much of the fourth quarter. Um, you know, Christoph goes down early in the third quarter and Blair Smith steps in and has done did a tremendous job. So we've had guys step up and play. You know, we've had Mike Moore, who's one of our better D linemen, who absolutely had one of the best training camps we've had of any player you know, go down, you know, and we have guys step in and play for him. So, you know, even Quaku goes down, we have Darius, or, um, uh, 
Jeez, Nick Usher come yeah. step in last game. He was very play. good last yeah. game. So Gerald Rivers has, has helped done his thing, you know. Um, you know, Bazzi's been fine. I mean, I don't care about, you know, one sack or whatever. It's the way he plays the game is how you want a guy to play. And then obviously Jake and Mondo have done their part. And then Mark Mackey even coming in right now and, and doing what he's done in two games for us has been tremendous. So, you know, we're getting solid play all over the board from our players. And again, we're moving guys around. We're doing a lot of things that isn't real easy. So it's a lot of effort on their parts uh, to learn the game plans from our coaches. And I think they've been done a tremendous job of uh, picking things up. Great stuff. Jason, thanks for this. Appreciate it. From That is uh, Eskimos head coach Jason Moss on the uh, Coaches Show, brought to you by Michener Allen Auctioneering. We'll be back uh, one week from tonight to talk about uh, the game on Thursday, which is in Montreal, the Eskimos and the Montreal Alouettes. It's a 5.30 start, 4 o'clock for the countdown to kickoff right here on 6.30. Jet. Eskimos and Alouettes coming up on Thursday. Uh, my name is Morley Scott. Thanks for joining us tonight. Have a great evening, everybody. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.